Are you ready to live a better life? Do you want to have fulfilling relationships with your partner, children, boss, colleagues? Do you want to learn how to overcome obstacles and challenges that are an inevitable part of our everyday life interactions? You have tuned in to the right podcast. Doris Horenstein, author of Moments of the Heart, is ready to do just that. Sit back, listen, and enjoy the learning as Doris shares her stories, Jewish wisdom, and a bit of the Hebrew language and makes this world her classroom. And hello, everybody. I am so excited to have Alana Kogan with me today. So everybody, if you are tuning in for this, this is going to be a treat for you because it is a treat for me. You know why it's a treat for me? I'll tell you why. Because not very often do I get to interview somebody who is a CEO of her own company and she's in her 20s. How long does it take all of us to figure (laughs) out, oh, that we can run our own business? But I'm telling you, you're in for a very special and sweet surprise. So let me introduce you to Alana Kogan. She'll do a lot of the talking, but I'll be asking questions. And Alana is the CEO of her health and fitness in this coaching, in this hectic world that we live in today. And she's going to talk to us about managing our energies and figuring it out where, how do we climb up to be the best that we can in both health and fitness lens. And she has a particular vision who she can help. So if you over there are listening to this and know the type of client that Alana works with, but could use her, make sure at the end, I'll give you some information how to reach Alana. So make sure you do that. So Alana, without further ado, welcome to my Facebook Live. Hi, Dory. Oh my gosh, that was such a sweet introduction. I really appreciate all that. I'm so excited to be here today and to be speaking about not only my journey through my health and fitness journey, but also my self-discovery journey and how that has really linked in with like the work we've been doing and everything. Cause I feel like it all comes together. Mindset is such a big part of health and fitness. And it's really something I stress in my coaching program. So I'm honored to be here today and to talk more about what I do and all of our work together as well. I am tickled. And for those of us in the the podcast that are listening to this in the podcast, I just want to describe Alana to you. She is the most beautiful, energetic. I can see her on Facebook right now, all glowing. And make sure you connect with her on Instagram to, to benefit from her beautiful energy. So Alana, tell me what happened and how did you become a CEO of your own company? This is not something happens to every 20 year old, right? You, they finish school and they think, okay, they're going to find a job and they're going to do this. And tell us all of us, the world is awaiting for you to listen to and hear from your story. Tell us about your journey. So really well, deciding to start my own company is kind of a story of its own. So maybe I'll start with the shorter story and then go into the longer one. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I graduated last year from Portland State University, and it was a crazy time to be graduating, coming right out, right out of graduation with COVID going on. And I decided, hey, I'm going to go down to California for a few months. My sister went to school down there. And 
when I was down there, I actually broke my foot. So I ended up being in California for multiple months, kind of not able to do anything. And this is really when the idea of starting my own company started because through this time where I was pretty much bedridden for quite a few months and fitness and health was such a big part of my life and just having movement throughout the day had always been such a big coping strategy for me. So it was a huge shift having to not move and make it work. And through that, it actually ended up being literally the best experience in my life, breaking my foot because I was forced to find new ways to connect with movement and health. And that really inspired me to not only share those ways that I found to bring movement and health into my life, but all the ways I've found movement and health in my life and how they've empowered me and wanting to just share that with other women. And through my experience of breaking my foot, I realized that I was a really tough cookie and that a lot of women needed this support and guidance and needed all the tools that I had been using for the past 10, 12 years on my own journey of finding myself learning to love myself because I went through my own very deep struggles and what really triggered my health and fitness journey originally was getting out of a really bad relationship and seeking to regain my own strength. So I was in a very bad headspace mentally and looking for a place to move forward, a place to find strength again. And that's where I came to weightlifting. And that was about three four years ago now. So since then, it's just been quite the journey. But breaking my foot was really what put me over the edge with starting a company because I just realized the past four years of my life, I had been through so much and I had completely changed my own life and really stepped into my power and found this toolbox of all these amazing things that you can do to rewrite your story and shift your perspective no matter how bad the place you're coming from is. So I just realized, hey, I have so many amazing tools, so many amazing skills, and I want to put these in a program and I want to guide other women. So that's how I came to creating Alana Kogan Life and Fitness Coaching and my 120-day long coaching program called Authenticity, Strength, and Carbs, which I have absolutely loved doing. And as I said, breaking my foot changed my life for this reason, because I don't think I would have ever come to this realization without having that happen. (laughs) Okay. Do you? Okay. Uh, Listeners and viewers, I hope that you get the level of energy that uh, Alana Kogan has and look at the story. One thing that when you were speaking, one of the things that absolutely jumped into me is how you took something that was bad or perceived that was bad because, you know, breaking your foot is not good and coming out of a relationship, you know, especially if it was a toxic kind of relationship is, is difficult. But then you took those negative things and you turned them into an opportunity and a gift for something that is better. And you're absolutely living one of the things that I talk about is the sage perspective, right? You look at this and say, okay, 
this could have been bad, but let me learn something from this bad. Let me gain some of these gifts, a gift of inspiration for something else, a gift of power, and definitely a gift of knowledge. And you are now a living example for somebody who's so young and who got these lessons embedded in her soul, and now you are sharing it with other people. So, wow, good yeah. for you. And I would say, just like you said, such a big part of it is having gone through so much of it on my own and like coming to these realizations that I do have this power in my life because I spent so many years of my life completely submissive to everything outside of me until I really start pretty much got to the point where I was so sick and tired of my own stuff that I was like, I need to find another way to make this happen because this isn't working. And that's how I started my journey and really started. I had done quite a lot of like coaching and therapy prior to that. And I had a lot of tools in my toolbox, but honestly, I had never really started applying them until I got to the point where I was just so done. And then I realized, Hey, I have this power to make a change. And like you said, it's, it's really about coming from a new perspective. It's not like bad things stopped happening in my life. I just learned how to shift my perspective around them and use them as opportunities for growth, especially, I mean, especially once I, I broke my foot. Cause at that point I was already really doing really well in my own life and having that come up when health and fitness was such a big part of my life, it was really scary. And it was definitely a test of my own character and abilities. And it was kind of a test of like, hey, can you actually shift to this sage perspective in this really tough time when you've been doing so well, and everything feels good. And then you kind of have that like, crashing down moment that I think often holds people back it was definitely a test for me to be like yeah this is power and strength and we all have this power and strength and that is 100% what I work on cultivating with all my clients is getting them to that same place of autonomy and recognizing that they're capable of setting boundaries and showing up for themselves each day so it's it's definitely a skill we all have to learn. And like, it took me years. So. <laughs> yeah, it took her years. Do you hear that? She's so young. But here's the other thing that I, that I really want to um, clap in your honor. And that is your sense of being vulnerable around here. Here you are doing a Facebook Live with me, going to get into my podcast for my listeners. And they hear that you have been struggling. So it's not like this was giving to you on a platter, on a golden platter. And you said, okay, here, take this, Alana, and, and play with that. No, you had to really gain the knowledge and the awareness and the tools. And you had to sometimes fight with your own self, right? Because that's what we do. And may I say that you're using the terminology of positive intelligence, which I'm so proud of you, you know, the sage perspective and being in the sage. And I love that because I do believe when we have similar terminologies for what happens to us and we talk about that, it makes, it makes the communication better. And by that, you're empowering not only yourself, but the people around you. 
So yeah. I love positive intelligence for that reason, because I feel like it's a very accessible level of understanding beginning personal development and like recognizing our own behaviors and stuff. I often feel that those type of like podcasts, podcasts or resources tend to be kind of inaccessible to people that haven't like spent a lot of time in personal development. Like the concepts just feel so big and unreachable. And I think positive intelligence breaks it down well. Hey, thank you for <laughs> the little testimonial in the middle of the <laughs> I love you. So, okay, so here it is. Tell me about a couple of the things that you've discovered about your particular clientele. Uh, and maybe you should tell the audience, who, who is your clientele? Who is your, the people that you love to work with, that they feel your energy, that, that you want to help them so much? So my general clientele is women 20 to 30 um, who are either in college, post-college, and really struggling with what they see in the mirror. They don't like how they look. They don't like who they're becoming. And they, they want to learn to live their days with intention and create a life that aligns with what feels good for them, where they enjoy nurturing themselves, enjoy taking care of themselves and where health and fitness feels right for them, feels good for them and is really a lifestyle. It's not just something that they have to, they have to go work out. It's like they genuinely enjoy working out and it makes them feel good. And I really like to work with women who have similar interests to me. So if you love the outdoors, you love dogs, you love live music. I always vibe with women who have those similar interests, but in general, all women that college age that are really looking to take their health and fitness journey to the next level by building a lifestyle that empowers them where they feel confident every day and where they have a really mindful and balanced relationship with food. That's also a really big aspect of my programming is teaching women that they can eat cake every day and still build the body of their dreams and to pick up the weights in the gym because getting stronger is a really, really empowering feeling both physically and mentally. So I all of it. my programming is one-on-one -on -one custom tailored to each client. And through that, they also get a course where they're learning about why the programming that I'm giving them works, why resistance training is so great for them why they should balance their foods and eat more protein in every meal, how that's going to help them by boosting their metabolism, just stuff like that, which I don't need to get really deep into, but I really work with my clients to give them that autonomy on their journey. So they don't have to use me as a coach forever because I want them to fall in love with healthy living and walk away from my program knowing that this is how they're going to live their life forever. I love that. And you know what I love when you said they don't have to do that. They get to do that. They get to do exercise. It's a privilege to be able to exercise. You know, think of all the people who have so many issues and they have a difficult time exercising. So when we are in our 20s and our 30s, and I can tell you because I'm not no longer in the 20s or the 30s or the 40s, <laughs> but I can tell you, that when we exercise, it's a privilege. We get to exercise. We don't have to exercise. This is a, a gift 
that's what we're given. So, so tell me about, um, the, you talked about the, the program is the 120 days of carbs or something. Tell, tell us more about that. Okay, so my program is called Authenticity, Strength and Carbs because those are really the three main aspects of my program. It's mindset, fitness, and nutrition. And my whole program is based around strength and resistance training. So getting stronger. I teach you how to pick up the heavy weights in the gym and how to continually progress in the gym, how to build a structured training program, why resistance training is actually really, really amazing, not only for your physical health, Lots of women are out there seeking that toned body and resistance training is really how we get it. So that's why we do it. But also building strength, like bone strength and muscle strength is super good for longevity for the rest of your life. And having a higher metabolism just aids in quality of life as well, because you're able to eat more and maintain your weight. And yeah, so just all that great stuff. I also... um Sorry. So the strength part of it is resistance training. The carbs part of it is I teach all my clients mindful and balanced nutrition. I work with them to really find what works for their body. I teach them about the breakdown of carbs, fats, and proteins and micronutrients. And then pretty much about the 80-20 balance, which is the way that I view food. And 80% of the time I try to eat more micronutrient dense foods, whole grains, um, fruits, vegetables, protein, stuff like that, yogurt, the standard, more micronutrient dense foods. And then 20% of the time I treat myself and that's going to be like cake, chocolate, going out for dinner. And that's kind of the mindset that I teach all my clients around food. And it really allows you to see that, you know, you can have treats every day and still make progress in the gym and you don't have to restrict yourself. And that really allows healthy living to be a much more long-term thing because you know what? It's so <laughs> true that you say that because sometimes, uh, sometimes people think that they have to go into this whole fasting mode. Never will I touch a carb. Never will I touch this. And then maybe you can do it, but you can't do it consistently forever. You have to have what I called the pleasurable cheating moments that you say to yourself, okay, I'm treating myself for a piece of challah. I'm treating myself for some chocolate and, you know, not all the time and not in big quantities, but not to deprive ourselves, I think psychologically makes us want it even more. Yeah. And the psychological part is a really big part of it for, for me, I do want to clarify, I consider like carbs are not a part of the 20%, like carbs themselves, breads, pasta, rice, all that stuff. I teach my clients to eat that stuff every day and same with desserts, but desserts in moderation, but things like bread, I literally eat bread all day long, every single day. And I teach women how to do the same because we do not need to be scared of pasta or bread or anything like that. That's literally what fuels our bodies. And when you learn that, like you can eat pasta every single day, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> weight, you say, and lose weight. Yes. Wow. 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 Okay. So here's a question I have for you in your life, um, growing up and, and becoming who you have become, right? What, who do you think have been your role models in, in helping you be that amazing Alana Kogan? 
I think definitely a big one is my mom. If I had to like pin one, just because she also went off and started her own business. So that definitely made it feel more reachable to me, but also just, she's a very strong female figure, you obviously know. And it's always really like spoke to me to have such a strong woman woman figure in my life, especially because most of my friends didn't have that type of mom in their life. Like it was more, the dad was the stronger figure, not to say my dad wasn't also a strong figure, but I just never really saw a lot of my friends have that same strong mom figure. So I, I think seeing that um, throughout my childhood and just seeing that my mom was well-spoken and um, just she was chasing her own dreams too. I think that really inspired me to just kind of do the same. But I will say that like, <clears throat> I I feel like for quite a lot of my life, I honestly didn't have much of a role model. And <clears throat> I think having a role model is like a really good place to start with setting goals and like looking to go places and like having an idea of, what needs to get done to be where you want to be. And I think that that's what, like part of the reason why for a really long time, I struggled to like really align with who I want to be. Cause I, I wasn't really looking at like, Hey, what's a vision of what I want to be. And I think that that can really help. And I think that's why having a coach really helps mm -hmm. everyone at any time, because you have this coach and they're in the place you want to be and they're helping you get there. And it's really helpful to have that day-to-day -day interaction with someone that is right where you want to be. It really, really gives you a greater understanding. I agree a hundred percent with you. I think that having, you know, having being coached and having coaches is so important in our lives. And what a beautiful testimonial you just gave for your mom. And, you know, this is, by the way, you know, I didn't ask you ahead of time to think <laughs> about that. That was a spare of the moment. And, and your voice, just so you know, because, because, you know, Arlene is a, a dear friend of mine, just your voice is, is also similar. I don't know if anybody else told you that. Yeah, we got told that. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay, I want to finish with one more question that again, totally impromptu. It's coming to me right now. So I'm just going to ask you, if you were to describe best day ever in your life, best day, what will a best day look like? So a best day that hasn't already happened, like if I had to envision it in the future or a best day that has Not, happened this, in the past? This is a very good question. You see, I like that. So let's play. Let's do yes and game on that. So give me the yes for what was and tell me what it is for your future. Is, was there a best day in the past for you? Um, I don't know. Like, okay, I feel like probably some of the best times I've ever had was like, traveling and you know being I'm probably being abroad on my um study abroad trip and in between high school and college just like that because I was completely free from like anything like I literally had no responsibilities except being on that trip and also on my study abroad trip we didn't have cell phones the whole time so it was a really really interesting experience and just like traveling the world without a phone, it like 
was a whole new experience. So I would say that was, that would probably be like one of my top times or just like different. Yeah. Or, or just different times I've traveled with my parents. Cause we've gone to some cool places. Like going to Israel has to just be something that like resonates and speaks to me. Um, but it speaks to me too darling (laughs) um what is what is the best day let's uh, think the best day in the future where you close your eyes and you say to yourself that was a very good day what would it be I think that the best day for me like right now would honestly just be a day where I was like with all my family and like with my close friends and we were all you know just somewhere really pretty and sunny, like maybe a beach and just kind of had the whole day to relax on the beach and hang out um, That's and eat good food because I love food. And then maybe, <laughs> maybe even get a workout in because I love, like, I genuinely love strength training. And, you know, I, I think that on one of my best days of my life, I probably would be lifting because it makes me feel that good. And that's why I want to, you know, teach other women to exercise in a way that feels that good because it really is that empowering. But yeah, I would say just spending time with people I love and enjoying good food together, having good conversation, definitely being on the beach because I love the beach. If I had to pick any beach, I would pick probably the beaches in Australia because (laughs) the sand is so soft and the water is literally see-through. But the Oregon coast is pretty good too. Yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, you got to be loyal to the Oregonians here. So here it is. The best day in Alana's life is actually doing what she is the CEO of. Weightlifting, exercising, <laughs> health and fitness. Is that wonderful or what? So Alana, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, they want to connect with you, tell us how. So the best way to reach me, I'm on every social media network, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, great places to reach me. I'm Alana Kogan, A-L-A-N-A, Kogan, C-O-G-E-N. On Instagram, I'm Alana C.98 fit. And then also my email is just my name, Alana Kogan at gmail.com. So I can be reached in any of those places. If you just send me a message or give me a follow. I am more than happy to connect with you. I love working with any woman who really wants to step into her power and use health and fitness as a catalyst for that. So if that sounds like you, definitely reach out to me. My dear Alana, thank you so much for being an inspiration, not only to me, but for younger women out there who, A, to understand that they can have health and fitness, that there is never too early to start it. You know, some people think that they should wait until they're 40 to start it. And here you are saying, no, even at the age of 20, this is important. And the second thing is that you have taken that passion, that love of yours, that dedication, and you're making it your calling, your life vocation. And I think for that, it is, we should all salute you because that is wonderful. You're an inspiration to, I'm sure, many, many other people. Thank you so much, Alana, for being on live Facebook with me and on the podcast. I wish you all the success and I know you will get there. One step at a time, I know you will. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I've loved being on.